there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to freeze. Wait. Not a game. Not 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 the game that I go out there and, and die for. Welcome to the Points in the Paint podcast, Stadium's NBA podcast, Stadium's number one NBA podcast. I'm Ben Wittenstein. I am Zach Badger House, always in the house being what's good. We are almost set for the complete round two. Yeah, special episode, sort of, second episode of the week. Yes. But we figured so much is going on in the NBA that we yes. have to start talking about it a little bit more. So we're coming to you on a Thursday instead of a Monday. Actually, Thursday. Thursday. In addition to a Monday, because yes. we had an episode before, if you want to go on any place you get your podcast to listen to that. Mm-hmm. But, Zach, we've had so much going on in the NBA for the past couple of days. Yep. We figured we got to talk about it. We have to. Uh-huh. We got some teams moving on. We got some teams that probably shouldn't have been eliminated going to Cancun. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> Let's if just... you're eliminated, you should have been eliminated. All right. <laughs> That's fair. Let's just dive right into the OBT, the one big thing, player. One big thing of the week. Uh, we have two one big things. Yes. Really terribly named segment, but we've got, uh, let's talk Phoenix, Denver. <laughs> let's talk Phoenix, Denver, because we're going to have that series coming up this weekend. Yep. Uh, we got Denver winning their series against the Timberwolves. Suns. Yeah. And were you shocked that it was a gentleman sweep at all? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. I was glad that Anthony Edwards was able to show his like ability to like score at will against that team, though, because yeah. I think there's a lot of promise with him to come. But we're gonna we're gonna get to something a little later about Anthony Edwards too moving forward with him in his future in Minnesota. But for now, I was glad they at least won one game. You know, considering everything. Yeah, good to see they put up some fight. Yes, you know, nothing too bad. But it was it was. Listen, I we talked here and sat here last weekend, and I talked about how good the Denver Nuggets looked. Yep, coming into the playoffs, <clears throat> and I still, I still think that, and I still think they're a really good team. However, but, you know, their loss against Minnesota. They didn't look super great, okay. and I'm a little worried that at some point Michael Porter Jr.'s play may fall off a cliff, unless this is kind of the new Michael Porter Jr. He looks smarter. He looks, you know, we always ragged about him for his basketball IQ. Oh, no, we. That's you. We? There's, <laughs> There's definitely no we. we. There's a you in there. You bra- you down his IQ. I, he can ball. But also, we picked him to do most improved like every single year. Every so year, we're yes. on your side, Michael. <laughs> yes, we're, we're every, on your no side. matter what, MPJ. It's all right. You're a punching bag, but we're on your side. <laughs> But he he does look a lot smarter. He's you know he had a rough game in Game Five, but he tried to contribute from other directions, from other ways, defensively passing. You know he looked in years past. If he had a bad game, he'd just kind of stop playing. And now he's I trying to contribute in other ways. So like if he's not scoring the basketball on the offensive side, he's basically was checked out in years past. Yeah. But now you've seen lately that okay, he finds other ways to be impactful on the basketball floor. Yeah. I like that. So he needs. I, I really and I'll say this again and again. The Nuggets will only go as far. As Michael Porter Jr. takes him. Okay. Because you can have a great game from Jokic. You can have a 40-point game from Jamal Murray. But if Michael Porter Jr. is scoring 15 points, going 2 for 11 from 3, and not playing any defense, <laughs> this team's going to struggle to win series in the long term. That's fair. We had another gentleman sweep, too, though. We did. Uh, Phoenix Suns, Los yep. Angeles Clippers. Now, being I can almost guarantee that you did not believe before that series started that it would end in five games. No. 
I did not. Okay. No, I, I'll be I, honest. I did not. I know I did not. But it's just sad that, you know, Kawhi had the injury, the meniscus injury. Like, that yep. was unfortunate. Paul George couldn't start the series. It was just really Rushbrook out there, Norman Powell and the crew. But they fought, and they were within every game. It's not like they were getting blown out in these games either. No, they these fought. Five yeah. games. They fought every game, Los Angeles Clippers. And so that questions – well, that brings the question, Ben, for the Phoenix Suns is that are they going to be for real? Like, does Monty Williams need to address anything in particular, the rotation, the depth of which this Phoenix Suns may or may not have? I can't believe this has to be said, but the thing they need to figure out, get the ball to Kevin Durant. A little more. They weren't doing that down the stretch <laughs> in game five. The man was standing outside the perimeter, 30 feet from the basket, standing in the corner. Mm. I don't know how you don't get Kevin Durant involved in crunch time when the Clippers are coming back. I think that was coaching malpractice on the part of Monty Williams, and I think it's something that they're going to have to figure out in the next series. And we talked about yes. chemistry issues with the Suns and yep, figuring it out. There's they, also a learning curve for the coach and Monty Williams and figuring out how to put Kevin Durant in a in situation yeah. where he can score and to get him the ball because that takes time, that takes learning, that takes some chemistry issues mm -hmm. to figure out for this Suns team because they have the best player on planet Earth right now, yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Maybe you could argue LeBron, but they have one of the top two best players on Earth right now. And to not use him down the stretch makes me a little worried for this Nuggets series because yeah. the Nuggets are not the Clippers. They've got superstars. It's like getting back to your old ways or your old habits when you got a guy like Devin Booker who's been on your team, who's been on a franchise, you know, what, seven years now. And so when you have a guy that's been that one to go out there down the stretch and clutch moments the last five minutes of the game to go get a basket or to be the guy taking the last shots, it may be a little difficult or a learning curve for Monty Williams to implement Kevin Durant in those situations as well, yeah. especially when you've only had him for maybe, what, 12 to 15 games at the max? So that's something I'm looking at being in that next series, the Suns and the Nuggets, is basically how is Monty Williams going to address the rotation? Like, is T.J. Warren going to play? Like, are we going to see him? Did you remember he's on that team? You may yeah. have forgot he was on that team, but I he's still he's on, on that team. team. But we, have, we have yet <laughs> to see him play – Andre Shaman, he came in the last game, had about six minutes. He was serviceable, I guess. Biombo played like 12 minutes. But I can't see a scenario being where Kevin Durant and Devin Booker out there playing 43 minutes a game. That's how many yeah, minutes they averaged that. in that last series was 43 minutes. That's way too many. Even in the Warriors series between the Kings, Steve Kerr is trying to bring down Steph Curry's minutes. Yes. Like, they're one of these star players. They have to dial it back because we've seen so many other injuries in the playoffs already from star players with, and we haven't even seen a lot of minutes from those guys. Yeah. It really uh, puts into question the whole load management thing, which mm, I think is a discussion did, for a yeah. completely different day, but <laughs> if you're going to be load managing these players and they still get hurt in the playoffs. What's the point at that point? There's no point in load managing if it's still going to happen, but you can't have guys. You're right. Kevin Durant and Booker can't play 40 plus minutes consistently. We saw what happened with Kawhi. Kawhi's kind of a special case because of his knee issues, but he was playing 40-plus minutes game one and game two, and that team was relying on him to really be their main guy, to play the most minutes, to have the most usage numbers. And then what happens? He gets hurt. Game three, he he's, can't not, have he's that. not available. Yeah. And Durant has a history of injury. Not like Kawhi, but he has right. a history of injury. So you really don't want to overuse him. Can they can they live Sustain with it? that yeah, with I don't the know. Nuggets, though? That's tough. Can, can Kevin Durant play 35 minutes against the Nuggets and the Suns still – be in a good spot to win. I would hope so. It's just that I know Mike Malone does a good job of like utilizing majority of his players. Like he's gonna play nine guys like no matter yes. what. Yes. And those nine guys are probably gonna play ten plus minutes each in terms of like the four guys coming off the bench. 
So the four guys is going to yeah. come off are probably going to all play at least 10 plus minutes. Yep. Two of them are probably going to play 15 plus minutes. You know what I mean? So like we have that element in terms of your depth, in terms of your depth for the Nuggets, that's going to be something they're going to have an advantage over the Phoenix Suns. Who wins the series? <sighs> so tough, man. Does it go 7? Ah. Mm. This is a series that on paper should go seven. It probably should go seven on paper. I would go out on a limb, Ben, and say Phoenix Suns will find a way to wrap this series at home in six. Really? Yes. So I think it'll go, it'll split. I think they split the first four games, whether okay. it's one game on a row, one game on a row for each team, and then five and six go to, go to Phoenix. So game five and six go to Phoenix, but they t- it'll be tied going into game five. My heart says the Nuggets, so I'm going to follow my heart. Of course. My good old heart that's always led me astray betting-wise. I'm still going to go with the Nuggets. <laughs> I think this is, a, this is a different Nuggets team, and we talked about it last week. Yeah, I yeah. think they're churning on all cylinders. Michael Porter Jr. looks like he's grown up, and he looks like he actually can be that third wheel that they need, other than Jamal Murray, other right. than Nikola Jokic. I, I think this Nuggets team is ready. Think I think they're the ready to get to the Western oh, Conference man, Finals again. I really do. Okay. And I think Phoenix, we saw they had issues. Issues getting Kevin Durant involved. Issues really sticking it to the Los Angeles Clippers right. and really putting the closing the door when they had an opportunity to, and they couldn't do it. It's a little worrisome. Their bench, not great. I think Nuggets do it. I okay. think Nuggets can do it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Now, we got a new series. Before we get to that new series out in the East, we got to talk about how it happened, how we came about this in this one big thing. Yeah. And I don't really want to do this. Yeah. It's really rough, this is man. Not, not something I, you want to do. Oh, my gosh. Your last 12 hours have not been good to me. <laughs> Last 12 hours have not been good to me. My phone has been blowing up being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because the Miami Heat. Uh-huh. AC Miami Heat. Remember, mm, I yeah, talked yeah. about it. AC Miami Heat. Und- uh, underseeded, seemingly. Went out on a limb. Yeah. And beat the number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo led Milwaukee Bucks 4-1. to one. Yeah. Gentlemen uh, sweep. Five uh, games. Let me just ask, who's is who's Jimmy Butler? He's Jimmy Butler. Is he, is he, him, is he Jimmy Butler? He just he, Jimmy he Butler. Yeah. Nah, if you probably go on the know. internet, you'll probably see a lot of Hemi, Hemothy or Hemi Butlers out there. <laughs> Hemothy Butler. In, in terms of Jimmy Butler's new nickname because he's out here balling out of his mind. I ain't 96 be a points. Last two, two games. games. I'm not going to be a hater. I'm going to really admit, okay, yes, yeah. he was balling. He's playing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's He's been playing like that dude in mm-hmm. the playoffs in particular. I feel a butt coming. I just feel like if I could just get that out of him and the yeah. rest of the teammates, a little more throughout the regular season when I'm watching all these games, <laughs> so it don't look like it's fool's gold. Hey, come regular postseason, season does not matter. I here. just feel like it does. Being as a as a dedicated viewer of the NBA, <laughs> you want you want your time rewarded. I with want good my play time during the rewarded. Season. Being, I want Jimmy to go out there and score forty points in the regular season too. Yeah. Let these boys know that they can't mess with him. Listen. It's what have you done for me lately? I understand. What have you done for me lately? And, and how it, can you perform when the pressure is on? And he has done both and stepped up both oh my in those gosh. categories. I hate he has it so been fantastic. Much. I'm a hater for so. You are absolutely for that. But listen, <laughs> Jimmy doing this, I think people knew how good of a player he was. We've seen We've it, right? We've seen him do things like yes. this. But this is such a unique situation where it was an eight seed against a one seed, and it was against the Bucs, a team with. Another one of the best players on earth, championship aspirations, a, a championship team in the last couple of years, same type of squad, same coach, you know, everything like that. So everyone's expecting the Bucks to kill it, blow past the Miami Heat. I mean, they were up three to one and the Bucks were still 
close to being favored to winning that series. Yes. It was like plus 110. Barely. Like that's yep. so disrespectful to, to the, the Miami Heat. Yeah, it is. It was. And I did bring that up. I did mention that. But I was really hoping that, you know, Giannis was be able to turn it around. He go out there. He missed 13 free throws. Being yeah, 13. My boy Yanni missed 13 free throws. Not I was luck. so disappointed. And then you got folks in the office talking about, well, that means he's not a top player anymore. Like, hold on. I relax. <laughs> Giannis still, Giannis, you guys heard what he said after the game. You know, this season doesn't make them a failure. You know, Miami, kudos to them and what they did, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they took advantage of a situation. Giannis technically only played in, like, two and a half games. Or, like, two games in, like, 11 minutes. Yeah, he also got hurt. You know what I'm saying? He got hurt in this game. He missed basically three games out of the five games. So let's not act like, you know, they just won and beat a fully healthy team the Miami Heat. Now, granted, being I know Tyler Hero got hurt, but Tyler ain't Giannis. No, but Tyler <laughs> Hero got hurt. The Bucs are still have a good track record without Giannis, too. They're positive in the win-loss category. They still really keep up defensively. I don't know what happened in this series. I really, truly don't know what yes, happened. Yes, we do. To No, we do, though. Yeah, well, what happened? Jimmy, <laughs> we really do. We ain't got to sugarcoat it. We ain't got to play with it. You know, we ain't got to mess around. We know Butler. what happened. Jimmy Butler, what'd you say? 96 points the last two games? Yeah. 56, 42 in a closeout game? On the road? We oh, not going to act like we don't know what happened. We saw what happened now. <laughs> can, he, can he do it? That That's the next thing. Yes. Can he do it? And I think... Can he do this consistently mm. into the next series? I don't know. I think the defense, New York Knicks, we, we saw it, right? Yeah. New York Knicks defense in the playoffs right now has been crazy. They putting That's Donovan that Mitchell special. in a straight jacket. Donovan Mitchell was in a straight jacket. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He played oh, terrible. All the Cavs. All the Cavs. Then you mentioned earlier, Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell combined for what? Like three of 16 from three-point three line? Yeah. Like they played so awful. And then like that's yeah. going to play into the New York Knicks hands too. Right. Like, I truly believe that. That's going to play into the Knicks' hands because the Miami Heat struggled to shoot threes. Now, granted, in this series in particular, round one, it wasn't the case. Bucks couldn't figure out how to stop a three-point shot. For the apparently. Miami Heat of all, th- of all teams. Well, the thing is, too, I think this is how the Cavs should have attacked the Knicks. Shoot lots of threes. And they did that in game five. They just couldn't hit their shots, unfortunately. But the <laughs> Knicks, and I'll say it again, the Knicks gave up the fifth most three-point attempts per game in the regular season. This is not a team that is known for their three-point defensive ability. They don't have good three-point arc defenders. If the Heat can continue their three-point shooting like this, you would imagine maybe they would regress a little bit to the mean, but they look really good, and it was sustained over the entire series, so it wasn't like a one-off fluke. It was frustrating. That's what it was, especially the, the last two games in particular. More so the last game. Bro, I just feel like being, they were literally... Bottom five in terms of three point makes, bro. Yeah. And the Miami just shooting. Heat, and they go out here, and it's just like it's they just make it rain. And shout out to, to Eric Spolster too. He changed up Such towards the coach. end of the game. Oh my gosh! Making Bam Adebayo the main ball handler, forcing Giannis and and Lopez out under the perimeter, giving Jimmy kind of access inside more space on, on a better. Like it was yeah. fantastic. It was a coaching. Eric Spolster is literally clinic. top three coach in the NBA. Like, oh yeah, easy. So look I at think, this line. I think this that's why this series is yeah. next series, the Knicks and the Heat, bro. Oh, that's gonna be why great. I believe it's gonna be great because you're gonna have a guy like Spo yep. and a guy like Tibbs. Tibbs defensive oriented. You got Spo, his adjustments are off the charts mid-game throughout the game. Yep. Like, you're gonna have a popcorn ready series between the Knicks and the Heat. Total of these games are gonna be uh 100. 190, <laughs> 190, 195. Bet the under, folks. Bet the under on that. 
Uh, let's see. What uh, what's the worry? Mm-hmm. We starting to worry a little bit uh, about the Los Angeles Clippers. A player in particular. Two players in particular. Well, I guess two players in particular. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. But I'm not really worried about Paul George more so. You are you worried for Paul George? Why are you worried for Paul George? He's just he always gets hurt. He does get he hurt. Always get hurt. I I'm worried that it's just the thing now. Kind of it's not as bad as Kawhi, but I'm just he's always hurt. The man's always hurt. The Clippers have some curse or something where players get hurt constantly too. They cannot go through a season fully healthy. Yeah, and Blake, I don't know what Chris. you do with Kawhi. Like, do you keep Kawhi out the entire year and just wait to make the playoffs? That's crazy. And then play him in the playoffs? You can't get At all that point, money. At this point, that's what you have to do. You can't give him all that <laughs> you money. You can't give him all that money but just to play seems, in 16 games. But it seems games. to me that's what, like, that's the logical solution in my mind. Because if you're going to do, you know, he played a lot in the regular season. I get it because Paul George was out for an extended amount of time. They needed to make a playoff run. At the end of the season, so he but got they were to still back to backs and things like that. He yeah. had to play him more games. Yeah, yes. you're right. And he still got hurt. So if he did a little bit more load management this year and still got hurt, I would question that strategy even more. But it's still like he was doing load management at times. He still gets hurt. The guy has degenerative knee issues that everyone knows about. Clearly, you cannot play him a good amount of games in the regular season if you want to have any type of success. With him being good with that knee, because he's gotten, he's got. There's an end date to what he can do. The path that you're going down with this sounds like retirement. <laughs> like the way you speak about this right now with Kawhi yeah. sounds like retirement. Now I just want to say, I think it has to be like a quasi retirement. Honestly, it has to. They have to restructure the contract, and they have to be like, listen, we'll play you twenty games regular season. I don't even know if save you for the playoffs. Like that seems like it's it's an extreme situation. I feel like they just tried to technically do that, Ben. They did, and, and they and, couldn't. And they couldn't, right? Because he went down again, Ben. And so it's like you try all these different ways to make sure this guy's going to be okay. Kawhi Leonard, he's serviceable. He's ready to play at a, at an all time level. He wants to play at and feel comfortable playing at from a physical standpoint, Ben. But he might have to just walk away from the game in general, man. Just think about think about all the knee injuries, right, bro? He tore his ACL. Yeah, he had the quad injury. Then right now he's dealing with the meniscus. This is all in the same leg, all in the same knee, Ben. You hear time and time, you hear all these reports being about how he limps when he walks. He's kindly look he constantly looks like he's in pain all the time when he's out there, like in the gym working out and things of that nature. Like you always hear these rumblings around Kawhi Leonard of, of that such. So my thing is, should he walk away? You got the money. You two time champ MVP. Right. Like he's I know that may be far fetched, but should that be on the table? Like he's got Clippers, the resume. Should the Clippers just throw that at him? Like, you can walk away, man. I think it should be an option. Now, it depends. I would feel like if this was me, I would just be so annoyed that every single time I play basketball, I have to get surgery or I have to sit you know out. what I'm saying? Like, like, at some that's, point, that's, that's got to weigh on mentally frustrating. That has yeah. to be mentally draining. You would, so you would think, like, all right, maybe I have to start thinking about it. But if he wants to keep playing and, and the Clippers are like, all right, we'll keep paying you insane amounts of money to pay 35 games and get hurt in the playoffs. That's on them. That's yes. on the Clippers at that, that right. point. Okay. That's on the Clippers. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else are we worrying about? The uh, Minnesota Timberwolves? Anthony Edwards in particular. You see how dynamic he was. In this yeah, series, he was great. Despite losing. You think he might walk? I mean, I know his contract's not you know saying anything right now that he could, he could walk, but listen, man. You got to do like Rudy Gobert ain't got no offensive moves and can't do none of offense for you. Carlton Towns, he's soft. He want to be shooting three-pointers like he, he does. Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. He's seven-foot Wardell if you ask him. Yep. So you got you got all this going on. Then they trade away all these defensive pieces that they had and that they needed 
know what I'm saying? You got the Timberwolves can't stay in front of anybody now because they traded away all their defensive players, all their defensive stoppers, Vanderbilt. Right. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> really dumb. I mean, they've got Rudy Gobert for the next two seasons at least. Player option for his last year in 25-26. You know he's going to take it because well, it's $46.6 million dollars for Rudy Gobert. Ridiculous. Minnesota, that's shameful, that first of all. That is shameful. You got Carl Anthony Towns. The same year that Rudy Gobert has a $46 million player option, Carl Anthony Towns is signed for $53 million. So you are giving $99.7 million. You remember when I talked about it? Two players who are worthless. They can't. I wouldn't go worthless. (laughs) worthless, But but they combined for 19 points in that game I talked about being where Giannis, I mean, where where Jokic fouled out. Jokic fouled out of the game, man. And they still only combine for 19 points. That's two seven-footers. That's inexcusable. 100 million inexcusable. to two of those guys. Yes. And, they, and you get nothing. You, you get, get nothing. nothing. You, get, you get probably one. get less than nothing because Rudy Gobert is going to start infighting with all the players. It's so <laughs> You get negative that. You might get a punch. Yeah. It's disgusting. You might I, get punched in the face. So I am very worried about Minnesota because you have a really great young star in Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. He's got yes. team options for next year. They're obviously going to take that and re-sign him for 13 mil. But after that, Unless they don't do a contract extension. It's in the air. Is he going to want to stay with Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert for the next walk. season? If I was him, I'd be trying to go somewhere else. Hey, Dame. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Dame, how you doing? <laughs> I'll help you out there in Portland. Yeah, heck, heck yeah, man. Kind of ridiculous. Love to see that. I would love to see that. All right. We'll go to our uh, cloud show. Of the week. Our new favorite segment. Yes, yes, yes. Get the little honky honk from the uh, sound effects <laughs> for the podcast. Cloud <laughs> show of the week. And with a great graphic. Great graphic idea. Oh, yeah, you Doug can't Wally. wait for this. We yeah. love it. Uh, clown show this. of the week, the one and only mm-hmm. Mike Budenholz. Yeah, you can wait for this one. Head coach <laughs> of the Milwaukee Bucks, sitting there with his clown hair and his clown nose, <laughs> getting gentlemen swept by the uh, Miami Heat. Eight seed Miami Heat. Eight seed Miami Heat. As a one the, seed. As a one seed. <laughs> Make sure we keep that in mind. Bro, where do you, you got to fire him? You gotta, do you got to fire him? I don't do you, have, do you have to get rid of Mike Budenholz? Is it time? If, I, if it was me being... The answer to that question would have been yes and probably would have been a long time ago. However, I don't think he would ever get fired, especially this this soon. Bring in Nick Nurse. Because I feel that. I don't think he'd get fired this soon. Now, granted, I know Nick Nurse got fired, what, four years after he won the championship? But it's only been two years since the Bucks won the championship. They won in 2021. It's 2023. So it's only been two years. Now, I know for sure if Kevin Durant foot... <laughs> Was a half size smaller? Yeah, I keep I saying. I truly believe Mike Budenholzer wouldn't be there right now. 100%. Truly believe that. Yep. But they have a championship, so I don't know if his seat is necessarily hot. And again, we talked about it. Giannis, he missed technically two and three quarters of a game. So I feel like yep. you know if they had him the whole series, Charles Barkley echoed this too. Like they probably would have won the series. You think Milwaukee so? Because yes. I watched Game One when when everyone was fine. Bucks didn't look good. They didn't. But remember, Giannis only played 11 minutes to start that game. They, I, That's true, but they did not look good when he was in either. That's true. They that's were true. getting they were outplayed losing. from yeah, the they were jump. Losing. They were losing the stuff. Yeah, you're right. Like you're the, absolutely it, right. It's a, the, the best way I can describe the Bucks. this playoffs is unserious. It's an unserious team. They okay. clearly didn't take the Heat seriously. They didn't make adjustments when they found out the Heat were not messing around. <laughs> and they didn't start the series out taking them seriously. So they got... They were literally, quite literally playing from behind uh, after the first tip in game one. 
This is a team, and that starts from the top with the coach. If the team's unserious, that's that's on Budenholzer. That's on him to get the team ready, to get the team prepared, to make the adjustments, mm-hmm. and to get their mindset in a way where, hey, we're the number one seed. We're the Milwaukee Bucks. We have to sweep this Miami Heat team who can't shoot threes. And they go and out they and make 17 to 18 threes yep. almost on average in this, in this series, the Miami Heat. I was so frustrated. It was just that alone because it's like, Come on, Milwaukee. I know Giannis may not be on the floor right now, but you mean to tell me that you guys don't have no game plan to stop Jimmy Butler, of all people, the 20-point-per-game dude? Y'all got him out here looking like Kobe Bean Bryant or Michael Jordan, Jeffrey Jordan? Like, it's ridiculous. It's not good. I mean, you also are playing a team full of undrafted free agents who the Heat signed. They pick up random dudes all the time, bro. They got a dude on the team for Miami Heat, Heat number 24. I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just found him in Dade County, bro. I don't know who that dude is. It's it's bad. It's been a clown show for Budenhoser in terms of just his adjustments being and being able to not call a timeout down the stretch of those games. Like, bro, there's an 8-0 run. There's a 10-0 run. Why didn't they call a timeout after run. Jimmy made the basket? Exactly. 0.5 seconds left. Exactly. You see how quickly Jimmy made that basket? Could have got the same done. Yeah, thing. Giannis, yeah, Brooke Lopez. You got tall guys, wide wingspans. How are you not just even trying? Grayson Allen goes to the rim and just stands there. Yeah. Like it's 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 bad. It was it's bad. bad coaching. It was and, bad and coaching. I think this is. I mean, this isn't anything new with Budenholzer and the Bucks. He's made really bad playoff coaching decisions. That's in the what past. I'm saying. We saw it last year. We saw it year before you they really won the title. Technically, but you really saw it the year he won a title. Yeah, <laughs> like you was, technically saw saying, it that year too. We kept saying they're winning this title in spite of Budenholzer, <laughs> not because of Budenholzer. Yes, and, yes. Budenholzer, and, and I think that's completely true. That's a hundred percent true. He's. Not someone you're going to win a series with for coaching, and he completely got outcoached by Eric Spolster. Completely, definitely got outcoached. It was it was a clinic that he put coaching circles around Budenholzer. Gross, really. So he's the clown show of the week. Look at the graphic down there, right there on the screen. Little clown man, Mike Budenholzer. Good way to do that. That was the greatest. Call that man a clown. Oh, and I didn't. I usually get only this mad at teams when I gamble on them, but I didn't even gamble you on the box. And I'm like, this is still frustrating. This is yep. gross. Uh, we have one more clown show of the week. Another clown. Yes, we do. Team. We got a team clown, team. but I think they may turn it around. At least I clown. hope. But the main reason, the Boston Celtics, yes, the, the team in Beantown. Yep. The main reason why they are the clown show of the week being, is is simple. The NFL draft is on Thursday. Yes. They today. play on Thursday. Yes, today. If they had, they the shouldn't Celtics play. They kicked Janet Jackson job. out. They kick you right. Exactly. That's disgusting. They done kicked Janet out of Atlanta. She got to wait a whole day to do her You're concert. Insane. It's ridiculous. Then you got the Celtics. It's disrespectful. If they win on Tuesday, the NFL draft, and that's it for your schedule on Thursday is all you got to worry about. Yep. You ain't got to worry about no basketball, nothing like that. No NBA. It's all NFL. You know, you get all these great stories out in the NFL draft. It's great. But no. Nope. Celtics, you know, Jason Tatum want to go out there, go one for 10 from the three-point line, come up with 19 points in the closeout game. That's not going to get it done. No. Jalen Brown, 35 points. He did his job, but Tatum, where you at? I need some more. I need some more. We you. need to see Tatum come up in the clutch. We need to see him play better when the, when the game's close, when the Knicks are down, or when mm-hmm. the Celtics are down, or even leading by a couple of points. He needs to be better in the crunch time. <laughs> That's all it is. And I was really high on the Celtics to start the playoffs. I thought it was simmered. finals or bust, and it's absolutely tanked. Definitely See, tank. And I'm not saying I'm completely out on the Celtics because when they look good at their best, they're, they're great. And arguably the best team in basketball right now. But they, you can't have a slip up against the Hawks. You can't. You have to go home. You have to make it a 4-1 Close and go home. Game, you got yes. to. You have to. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. 
Um, speaking of that game, we got weekend stuff going on. Weekend, weekend Warriors. Often used segment. We do shows on Thursdays. We got two games we want to talk about. Yes. Kings, Warriors. Grizz. Lakers. Lakers. So let's just, before we end the show, we can quickly give our thoughts. Kings, Warriors, Golden State, up three to two. Yes. They close it out back at home. They do. Okay. And it's unfortunate, man, because I wanted the Sacramento Kings to win that game five at home. In they their, had in their opportunities. Arena. Plenty of opportunities to win the game. It's unfortunate. But shout out to Draymond Green, man. Like I said, he came off the bench the last time we talked about it on the podcast. Yep. He goes out there and get 20 points, Ben, yep. and seven assists. He out there hooping. He looking like sagging all high Draymond Green. You love to see it, man. I was very, very proud of him because it takes a lot for the ego aspect to just say, yeah, I'm going to come off the bench. Especially yes. a guy like him. Would you imagine a guy like Draymond Green, the type of player he is, to just say, yeah, I'll come off the bench for this yeah. team. I'll sacrifice that, right? Good for him, honestly. And I'm not a big Draymond fan, but you're See? right. I mean, that's that's putting the ego aside and doing what helps the team. Clearly, it's helping him out. I think they close it out, too. I really do. I, I think they close it out in uh, I want to be six. wrong, by the way. I just want to throw it out there. I would love there. for the Kings I, to come I back. do want to be seven, wrong in this particular series. Game 7 in Sacramento. I want Sacramento it. wins that game. The beam is blowing the moon up. That's how strong <laughs> that, that beam's going to be. We're going to have a moon explode because of how strong the beam's going to no be. No more moon. They win Game 7. No more moon, but it's for the better of society. You know? All right. Sacramento moving on to the second round. <laughs> what about the Grizzlies? Grizzlies, Lakers. You think uh, the Grizz force? I don't think so. No, I, I think I I can't even root for the Grizzlies anymore, man. Why They're not? just not fun. Not like fun I anymore? like Ja. Dylan Brooks just just sucks. He, the guy doesn't back up his trash talk in the media. He, he calls the media. He like, was decent yesterday. He played well, but again, yeah. you can't lose after trash talking and then be not like, I'm not to talking to the media. Yeah, I'm not I, don't, to, like, yeah, I, I do not like that. I don't, I don't like John Morant and Dylan Brooks Get not talking to the media when they lose. But if you win, you want all the talk. You yeah. want all the If you quotes. dish it, you have to accept take it. it. Yeah, you I'll, have to yeah, take absolutely. it. Absolutely. But I think. And honestly, and I hate saying this. Mm-hmm. Lakers, they're kind of fun. The Lakers are fun. You like they'll make, they'll make, you, you they'll like make a Austin three. Reeves. You they like, the, yeah. They do the, they do the thing. You All like, of them, like LeBron does it. Austin Reeves does it. Does yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I like that. Below. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah they, they, they fun. Kind of a fun team. They don't make a lot of threes, but yeah. when they do make them, <laughs> it's a fun team. It I, a fun I get behind team. that. I uh, I expect. LeBron to want to close this game and not want to go to Memphis. No, no, he doesn't want to take that flight back. Yeah, exactly, because he sees that. Okay, Golden State may have an opportunity to close on the same night as us. Yes. If we can close it out, no, everybody has an equal amount of rest. Yep. You know, they're not going to have more rest than us. I think all that matters for a guy in year 20. So I'm, I'm looking for LeBron James to close this game. I'm not looking for Anthony Davis. I'm, I'm tired of that. I'm be quite honest with you, Ben. I'm tired of day to day. Yes. I can't keep looking for day to day because no, he can't. Sometimes it's every nice other day, he... every couple of days, I don't have time for that. Yeah, he's got other guys stepping up around LeBron, which yes. is great. Re- Austin Reeves, Reeves, and Rihachimura. Great, love it. D'Lo yes. making big threes down the stretch of these games. He like, just need to be a little more consistent. But yeah, he yesterday does. he did knock down some crucial key threes. Yes. Yeah. So I I think L A has a lot of reasons to close out this game mm-hmm. in L A. Yes. In Game Six, so I think they do. I. I Memphis is fun. They had their run. Better luck next year. Better luck next year. (laughs) Learn learn how to take some criticism and to take some trash talk. Yeah, and then like for the Kings again, just to go back to the Kings, I I just hope if this if their season ends on Friday, 
I just really hope that the way that they did this season in terms of the regular season is just momentum for that franchise for years to come. Yes. I don't want to see them in no playoff drought. <laughs> no, another, I, yeah, yeah, like 20 five years. to 10 years, 12, 15 years. I don't need that energy from the Kings no yeah. more moving forward. So I do hope, even if they do lose game six and get eliminated from the playoffs, Ben, that they have a right direction moving forward for that franchise. That's going to conclude this edition of the Points in the Pain podcast presented by Stadium. I'm Zach Badgerhouse. That was my main man, Ben Wittenstein. You know my boy, Dougie Fresh, is on the ones and twos. We appreciate him holding it down on a graphics tip. We really, really do appreciate him. He don't even understand. You have a dear place in my heart, sir. Really appreciate that. You can follow at Points Paint on socials for all the videos and all the updates on the podcast. Follow watch stadium to see these lovely faces too as well you can follow watch stadium on all social platforms you see this lovely display right here ita comes out every thursday shams pat garrity cam smith and the crew they break down the interviews they talk about the player of the week so you do not want to miss that my man ben wittenstein and nate jacobson i know they coming with that hot five for the nba playoffs so you do not want to miss sharp lessons the podcast for your latest betting wagers and you will hear from us zach b ben Wednesday.